You're listening to the BAM Creative Podcast with Jess, Rich and Morgs. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of our podcast. My name is Jess and I guess I'm the boss, right, of this right. operation. Um, the queen of the operation. <laughs> and the king. <laughs> and this is Rich. Hey. And this is Morgan. Hi. And today we're talking about... Uh, Five tips to maintain your SEO, that is search engine optimization strategy, during a crisis. Because I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but there is a pandemic happening right now. And there may very well be one in the future, or this one may never end. Sorry to just, I know, I just thought about that. Got dark very quickly there. Yeah, sorry. Imagine that, it just doesn't, like it's just always around. Mm. Yeah, and it just mutates and. Well, they haven't got a, <clears throat> so they haven't got a obviously a, a antidote. No vaccine. It's not the right word. Vaccine. They don't have a vaccine. That's yet. right. But and they've never had a vaccine for a coronavirus. That's what they said. So it's like, ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So great. <laughs> so we might be in this for a while. So I know it can be really debilitating, and especially a lot of businesses are being negatively affected, which is you know negative. So, I'm like, how would, I, how would I, like, close that off? I think I did well. Um, <laughs> so, um, like, if you have a website, one of the most, um, obviously, crucial strategies you can have is for your SEO. That made sense. Yeah, I got there. Anyway. Um, and also, you know, if you got the pandemic blues, which I do have right now. Sometimes it's hard to be like, you know, motivated. There's a pandemic going on and people are dying. And if you watch CNN like me, there's like a little counter to the right. And it's like, how many cases worldwide? How many people have died worldwide that they know of? Mm. And then how many people in the US have died? And it just keeps going up every Mm. time I watch it. And it's like, it's pretty, it's pretty sad. Um, So yeah, let's just, let's just talk a little bit about this. So Morgan, since you did the hard yards and I think that I should be able to rest now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like carrying us through this point and just I think you talk to, us, to the intro. talk to us a little bit. Okay, actually I'm going to interview first. Talk to us a little bit about your motivation for creating this piece on our website about an SEO uh, strategy. Why SEO? Um, the motivation behind it was because it came from, I think, seeing on social media and just like my friends and mm. people that I know who own businesses and stuff like that. Like, it's just the panic and the fear of like, oh my God, they're losing out on business. They're losing out like customers, money, having to shut the doors and they just don't know what to do next. But um, I mean, I'd be hopping on Google Trends and I'd just be searching like, because um, it's actually for for my sister to keep her young kids entertained. And it just sparked the idea to jump on Google Trends and I just searched like things, board games, yeah. kids acti- like kids activity stuff and like m- things that mums can do. Yeah. And then you just see the, obviously for certain things, the trend going up since, you know, in the last, you know, mm. 28 days or whatever the number was on Google Trends. And it's an indication that people are actually going online. They're still purchasing, mm. but they're still consuming things. They're just not going into a store to obviously buy them because we can't, but they're still buying them online. So it just reverse engineer off that. And it's, well, if you can get 
your business more noticeable online mm. and just ramp up your SEO if you've neglected it, haven't even thought about it, then it's a pretty good opportunity now to do it to, you know, make some money and increase your business. So I just did some research and wrote a blog about it. That's awesome. While you were talking, <laughs> I just looked at the Google Trends comparison between Taylor Swift and King <laughs> And I can see that they actually, their interest over time mm-hmm. started increasing at the same time. And then Kim Kardashian, I don't know what she was doing on March. No, what is this? It's like November 2014. Mm-hmm. But something happened with Kim Kardashian around this time because the search went bananas. Anyway. So when she married Kanye? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, she might have been prego. I think that's when she was prego with the, right. the little Northwest. one. Northwest. Is that actually the kid's name? Northwest. Yeah. It's not as crazy as far as kid, kid names go these days. Wow. Yeah. There's like <laughs> North, <clears throat> Saint, Chicago. And I don't know the other one. Oh, palm. <laughs> like, but, like the Bible, like P- no. P.S. Psalm. 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 Psalm West. But is that how you pronounce Psalm? Or no? Am I wrong? Psalm. I would have said Psalm, but I don't know if anyone ever You're probably about really right. I don't know. I'm not the most religious guy you ever met. You are. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, that totally probably messed up your mic. Um, <laughs> okay. So one of the ways that you can keep working through your SEO strategy through a pandemic is number one, through your website, which is really good and really easy because that's mm. obviously how you do it. Um, what are some of the ways in which you would continue to contribute to this SEO strategy? Um, one way would be to update your Google My Business and even... Is that through your website? What do you mean? Well, no, well, it's your SEO, so it's not... Okay. <laughs> well, no, you tell me. I don't know. I'm not so, so one of them, yeah, is, <laughs> is either starting or activating your Google My Business or mm-hmm. updating your Google My Business. So mm-hmm. like changing contact details if they've changed. So say if you did have a office or a business phone number, change it to either you know your mobile or whatever number you want to change it to. Updating your business hours if your business hours have. Okay, Change. that's a really big one. I know you were just on a little train <laughs> like, here, <laughs> and I'm just going to jump on there and stop that. That's a huge one right now, especially with a lot of businesses that are like closed or they have reduced yeah. hours and all that kind of stuff. I've noticed that a lot of businesses aren't doing that yeah, right now. and it's a bit annoying. It's annoying. And then you're like, should I call? But our generation don't call. We don't use the phone for phone calls. Yeah. So we would just like not go. Like I wouldn't go. I mean, it's probably wrong. Updating. I, I wouldn't cover the term, but like if you have say... Um, like an online order form like I've gone to it was actually Mean Bun in Mount Lawley oh, I, yeah. I used to just online order to place the order and I'd yeah. go in and pick it up so when I'd go to make the order I actually couldn't make the order saying that they're closed but oh. their opening hours on their Google My Business are saying that they're, they're open yeah. so I'd ring them and say oh just making sure you're open I want to place an order I just can't place it through your website because the website as soon as you add something to cart it mm. just says sorry due to the COVID-19, blah, 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 we uh, are not open for business. So there can be a real big confusion on if you're open or not. And that confusion can cause people just to be like, oh, this is just too hard. Mm -hmm. Like, even though it is a simple phone call, people just want to order online. Like, I just want to, I just 
thankfully I was just really hungry and I wanted their Dark Knight burger. <laughs> so I was like, I will make the phone call just to confirm before I crush my hopes and yeah. dreams on this. Yeah. But generally, if I can't, like, and if the process of checking out is just too hard or ordering, people are just going to click away, which I'm sure all of us have experienced. Um, so, yeah, that's, I think, one of the importance of updating your or even having a Google My Business. Um, also, putting more reviews up would mm-hmm. be a good idea. If you have old or existing clients still or even clients that are still buying from you, just get them to spend a few minutes just leaving some good Google reviews because, again, people are searching. And if yeah. you do have really positive reviews on your Google My Business, it would entice people more to click through and use your services products and stuff like that so yeah yeah, i think that's another good one yep go on (laughs) (laughs) you're at the article there's a question simmering over here oh god go on i got a i got a website right do you yeah i got a website and (laughs) this is the first time i'm hearing about this yeah it's richardschafer.com.org.au and (laughs) yeah okay I don't know know much about SEO so how do I figure out what are the right kind of words or whatever I'm supposed to be putting on my website Um, you can use a simple tool called Google Keyword Planner so obviously you create a Google account and you get access to all of Google's free tools and you go to Google Keyword Planner and you can use that to find appropriate keywords that are relevant to your business. So for example, if I'm uh, obviously a photographer, if I want more photography work, I one, I would, I start off with what would I search for? If I'm looking for a photographer in Perth, what would I search for? And then you just go into Google search and you get the suggested keywords. Mm -hmm. And that's another good way of finding what keywords you can target. And if you know your competitors, you can obviously see what they're doing. They, like, you can obviously pay for software like Ahrefs or Ahrefs, however you pronounce it, but obviously no one's going to do that. So just using... <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's very expensive. Very expensive. So probably Google Keyword Planner and the suggestive, suggested search are the best um, okay. methods to find keywords appropriate for your website that are free. And do I need to know anything special about actually putting these keywords onto my web page content? Yeah, so you'd probably aim to put them into, say, your title and meta descriptions. And if you do have, obviously, blog content, to sprinkle them into your blog content and into, like, the header of your pages and into the first, you know, 100 words of, like, each page, if, which is roughly about 300 words, if you can get about 300 words onto a page. Okay. So, yeah. And how do I know if it's making an improvement or not after a few weeks? Um, well, you'd have to really, something, this way you're gonna have to start, I guess, paying, I suppose, because you'd have to, <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd have to get something, I mean, I use SEM Rush. I've got the free version of that. It's okay. Um, but it does each week you do get an update on what keywords you are targeting the position ranking that you are changing based off for that keyword so there are free there is free software that you can use to measure those metrics like search console is that any good google Google search console yeah google search console is 
good as well. Google, uh, Google Analytics also is very helpful. Pretty much anything, everything from Google is helpful. Mm. Like it's, yeah, I really guess investing, I guess, yeah, it's just, <laughs> I guess, investing the time, like because everything you will, I guess, be cutting costs in other areas of your business, mm. a lot of it's going to fall back on to you. So if you did have a, say a marketing agency or a team doing it for you and you can't afford them anymore, you have to then learn how to, you know, you have to know what the numbers mean, you have to know what the analytics mean and stuff sure. like that. So mm-hmm. looking at, you know, blog posts uh, like maybe Seth Godin's or Neil Patel's and stuff like that or just YouTube. And mm-hmm. uh, Google actually have uh, their own channel for like Google AdWords and Google Analytics and all their blog content is actually converted into just like PowerPoint like it's, oh, yeah. it's like a PowerPoint cool. video yeah. where it's just slides with a voiceover and yeah. it just shows you and it's a cartoon animation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, that's actually very helpful to, and it's very straightforward and clear on how the information is given. Mm-hmm. So yeah, using that is very helpful to understand it at least. Yeah. A basic understanding yeah. will get you through. So yeah, um, yeah that's what I would Good. aim for. And the biggest one is actually getting... Sales or inquiries. Inquiries. Based on, sure. Inquiries yeah. coming through. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I mean, it will take time, obviously, like anything. It takes I guess. so much like, time. Like, yeah. Yeah, but it's being just proactive. Yeah. Ab- like, and consistent about it. Yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Consistency is like a really big thing <clears throat> yeah. for it, too. And with the extra time to help, it would be, I guess, if you don't start writing blogs yep. to help with the SEO, if you are lazy with writing blogs for your website. Maybe now that you have all that, this extra free time being more consistent <laughs> with writing blogs for your website. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of really good YouTube videos about writing, yeah, which is so silly, but like, like yeah. Google, uh, the Ahrefs um, channel yeah. on YouTube have really good tutorials on how to write blogs, yeah. finding keywords for your blogs, posting and stuff like that. And it's very like, same with Google, very easy, straightforward, the guy Sam O is his name, the presenter. He's very good at presenting the information. So, I mean, just watching those will help you enough, I think, to get through. Yeah. Like, I mean, until you can afford someone again, I guess. (laughs) But that's what I'm, like, wondering is, like, would people, like, in this sort of environment or Mm. climate, as people say, um, would they want to fork out the cash? Like, I don't think so. I think a lot of people would just think, well, go back and do it myself. Or if I get to the point where I'm overwhelmed or something and I, I can't figure it out, then I, I might pay. But even yeah. then, I won't pay. I'll pay what I think it's worth. I won't pay what maybe they're asking. They'll try and get the bare, the bare minimum out of, like, uh, agency. Oh, yeah. But enough to just somewhat do the job. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it can just be done by yourself yeah. during this time. It just... It's just going to be, if you have no idea of what you're talking, like what you're doing, it's just the time understanding and learning about it that's going to sort of set you back just a little bit mm. more. But I think just being proactive about it and just, you know, giving it a go, I think that's the best way to yeah. learn. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that you've noted as well, so you've done the Google My Business, <clears throat> with the like social media, what would people be doing as well? Because you you have noted social media in here. So. So social media. Because everyone's spending a lot of time on there, right? A yeah. Lot of time. I mean, so, I, I mean, 
I mean, according to I can't remember the number. I can't remember the number exactly because I read it ages ago. But later, I read later's uh, blog, and they reported like a I think thirty five to forty percent increase in Instagram users since the Mm. pandemic has started. So obviously, that's a clear indication that people just bored sitting at home just scrolling through Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever it may be. So it's more like now that you have the time to create content, now's the time to actually just start hammering it as much as possible because people's eyeballs are on their phones, Mm. computers, tablets, whatever. So if you know what it is that your customer wants, but you've just never had the time to create the content or you've just been lazy, now's the time to capitalize on that and just give them the content that they want to see and market to them in a way that will make them want to buy from you and just yeah. use your products or, I mean, and services, depending on what the services, yeah. services are. Or at least, it, not necessarily buying, I guess, but just staying top of mind. So yeah. then when it does blow over, it's just like, oh, I've, I needed my gut a fix or something, yeah. something like that. Because of just constantly seeing you on Facebook, Instagram, and all those platforms, you're then more inclined to go to you than because you're just going to be relevant and yeah. there to them. So it's um, and then if the thing that it's I try to get a re- like with the article is that you just have the time to do it now. Like the mm. plan, like if you didn't have a strategy before, now you have time to make a strategy. Yeah, and then execute on the strategy, mm. and you just got the opportunity to completely. I mean, as bad as it somewhat sounds, you have the opportunity to capitalize on like, well, what's happening, like to improve your business once the dust is somewhat settling Mm -hmm. with it. So yeah, just staying on top of your social media and just creating a schedule and making content. You can do it with your phone. You don't need fancy equipment. You don't need anything really, just a mobile phone and some good lighting. And yeah. It's actually really interesting because... One of my friends lost her job and um, she has started out on her own and we were just talking about like what she can do in terms of like social media and things like that. And um, what we did was we just went through a bunch of um, competitor social media accounts and actually just from like seeing how they were posting and what they were posting Mm. and how often they were posting and they like what they were actually doing, we were able to create like her own strategy. Yeah. So for instance, like um, we noticed that one of her competitors just always had Instagram stories. Like, you know how that it clears after 24 hours? Yeah. There were no, there was always that red ring around it just constantly. It was just like 24 hours goes by and something else goes up. Yeah. It was just like constantly staying in people's um, minds. And then it was like every three days or so it was kind of interesting because you could see it on the tiles like on the instagrams like every three days was a quote like Mm. an inspirational quote and then followed by you know whatever um and the other thing that i noticed worked really well was rather than just um like shots of products which can be very boring because you're not really like associating that with anybody Mm. and like people obviously they you know they connect with people was to actually have like um yeah 
that personality side come out in their Instagram because at the end of the day, people do business with you. So if they like you as a person mm. and they're like, oh, that person seems cool and funny and, and whatever else, um, they're more likely to want to do business with you. Because at the end, you are selling yeah. yourself. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And I think, even, <laughs> I think even more in the current, current climate, if people have shifted away from searching for stuff online to just consuming stuff, there is a lot of stress out in the world. Yeah. Keep things quite light um, mm. because, like you just said, you're not necessarily, they're not necessarily actually ready to buy your product, so you don't need to try and jam that down their throat because yeah. they're, they're just not in that mindset. But if you do connect with them um, and keep it entertaining, um, then they'll have a bit of a giggle and then, then they'll remember you when they're actually ready, like mm. you said. So. Yeah. And then when they have the money. And they've got the money and the girls and the yeah. power. I don't know what it was. Because again, yeah, like obviously it's people. Terrible. Oh, a lot of people have lost their jobs or lost losing. a lot of income, <laughs> losing, lost. Yeah. Uh, like, they're just not in a, I guess, a purchasing state of mind. So. Oh, my God, yes. I mean, it's like, like this frugal... Like, I am in a purchase. Like, I see that and I'm like, God mm. damn, I want to buy that. But I'm like, oh. Because you never know where you're going to end up. You just don't know like, what's... Yeah, you just don't know. Like, it's I mean, like, oh, I don't want to buy it now and then next week something happens that affects income. Yeah. And you're like, God damn, I could have kept that. 200 bucks or whatever yeah. whatever it is like sorry it's weird because i thought like you would have been in new york yeah i would be right now now yeah and i was going to europe this year and it's like now it's like at a stage where it's like well i probably am not going to go to europe i'm not saying like <laughs> oh i really i like i totally were oh there's a terrible thing happening right now but what <laughs> my point of this somewhat selfish rant is that um <laughs> is that you don't know how like things just change so quickly that you know the idea that you had in your head of something that was going to happen or this kind of safety net over like an income or a job or I thought I had all these plans and then it didn't eventuate which is a John Lennon quote (laughs) which he then stole it from someone else I can't remember I think it was in Reader's Digest. I can't remember, but it was like life is what happens when you make when you're making other plans, mm. and then yeah, okay, it was in one of his songs. I got I got to admit though, like this, it's the <laughs> restrictions are being lifted a lot sooner than what, like I yeah. thought. Mm. Like I guess in the beginning there was a whole heap of like fear and panic, and the cases just kept going mm. up and all. So you just think, oh my god, it's yeah, just it's like it's just getting so intense now. Like, is it gonna mm. get better? And then you just yeah, we've done well, like Western Australia. Um, and Australia and now that it's coming sort of back down again you can start seeing that light at the end of the tunnel where mm. you do you can go back to a form of normality but that normality is going to be completely different yeah. to what we used to like before I'm thinking like again with travel how's going through airport customs and stuff like that going to change like change because of this they're going to have like I don't know, machines or something that can, or you have to do an actual test for, say, COVID-19 before you even step onto the plane. Mm. Like, if there's no vaccine for it and stuff like that, like, that's sort of, yeah, yeah. it's interesting thinking about that. Like, Yeah, I think as well that, you know, as, like, a whole, maybe as Australia is probably different to other places where it's not mm. so great, but I think, like, like living your normal life and then you know scott morrison's like you can only be outside with 100 people and then the next day is like 50 people and the next day it's like 10 and 2 and then you're like oh my and it escalates so quickly and i think there's a lot of actually like trauma associated with that especially for people who have young kids and they're like 
oh my god this is happening and I've got young or I've got kids and I've got to somehow explain this to them that they can't go and see their friends or they can't go to school or whatever it is and I just think like I could just kind of see that like you can see it in people's faces when you go shopping there's this really kind of like um, anxiety mm. and I think that will kind of stay with people because I think there is that now always going to be that uncertainty in the back of your mind. Like yeah. one moment I'm like, I'll just go to the shops and buy some toilet paper. And the next minute I'm like calling my hubby going, wherever you find toilet paper, get it. Cause we have none. And like, it was so ridiculous. It was just crazy. Same with the hand sanitizer. I like, and now there's just too much. We can't get rid of it, mate. And the asthma puffers yeah. was like a really bad situation. That freaked me out so mm. much that now I'm just like going to be more vigilant with that and yeah. make sure I have more than one. You know, yeah, I've, definitely, so. I've got like four now. I was like, every time I went to I'm just like, gonna get an aspirin hey, inhaler. Don't know how long this gonna last for. Don't know, like, I know. Keep it stocked. Yeah, um, keep it stocked. Do we have any questions before we like close out for the day and revisit Karen because she's probably super lonely? <laughs> no, I went up there before. She's having a party up there. She's oh, she's having a good time. She got like the music on. No, because no, we were listening to like New Diamond and stuff before. <laughs> and then I got and it was like full like heavy metal. Like I was like walking past Karen. I was like. <laughs> Interesting. Letting okay. <laughs> like she's just doing this. She's like an hour. Okay, but now I can listen to like three albums or something in like an hour. Yeah. But okay. Well, thank you so much for social distancing joining us. Yeah, that was really awesome. We're like we're so roughly, far apart. Yeah. We're roughly apart. Thank you so much, and um, yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We hope you're not offended. Your faces. Our faces. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. We haven't offended your face with our face. I've got my most offensive face on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>